Good morning, Woodies. It's Michael here from Sporting Woods. I hope you woke up well this morning. I don't know if you're listening to this on the bus to work, in the car to work, at home, on your day off from work, or perhaps even in the afternoon. Good afternoon, Woodies. Why don't we all just take a moment to think about the good things that we're going to do today for the people we see, for the friends that we've known all our lives, and for the friends that we haven't met yet. Are you going to be a positive influence on the world today? I know you will be. But <laughs> I'm doing this is a morning wood. I've actually got sport to talk about. Unbelievably. Uh, For those of you that keep somewhat up with professional wrestling news, you might have seen a couple of articles talking about the XFL returning. Uh, And for those of you that don't keep up with professional wrestling or read the articles, you might be asking, what is the XFL? That's That's easy for you to say, Michael. What is the XFL? And why do people think it's coming back? So for the next, what, eight minutes or so, I'm going to try and give my little history of the XFL and try to give you an overview and then maybe talk about, you know, whether or not it might actually be coming back. So originally the XFL is a football league, uh, which was created by the WWE and NBC. And they tried to design it so that it would solve a lot of uh, apparent problems with the NFL at the time, uh, back in 2001. So like when they advertised it, it was advertised as real football. They said it's going to have fewer rules, the hits are going to be harder, um, and they also made a really big deal about no fair catches, which, with all my research, I did not look up what a fair catch was or is, but they're not going to have it. It's out of there. It's gone. They played their games during the off-season of the NFL, and it made really heavy use of technologies that we still see today, like, you know, the spider cam and microphones on the players during the game so they could chat to them. And they also made a big deal of playing on real grass because at the time, a lot of NFL stadiums were outfitted with artificial grass, uh, leading to all sorts of problems. Uh, But this was, you know, football played on real grass, which apparently was a big deal. So, yeah, they were branded as sort of a traditional rules light league. They also got rid of the point after touchdown kick, uh, which is after scoring a touchdown, you get to take a kick for the goal. And they got rid of it because at the time it felt guaranteed that it was like automatically you're going to get a point after that. So they got rid of that and they also got rid of the coin toss. The coin toss they felt was not very exciting viewing. And what they replaced it with was a two-man scramble. They got one man from each team, uh, put the ball in the middle of the field, made them stand like 10 metres back apiece, and the first person to get their hands on the ball got to decide first possession, uh, which I think, you know, cricket could do well to take note of. You know, cricket ball in the middle of the field, two captains, first one to get their hands on it from 20 metres out, gets to decide battle ball. Just a thought. Just a thought. So generally, all these changes were made because they wanted to make play quick. They wanted to keep the ball in play. They just wanted exciting television. It lasted for one season uh, in 2001 and basically is largely considered to be one of the biggest failures in sport, uh, one of the biggest failures in professional wrestling and especially in the career of Vince McMahon. So look, there's a lot of reasons for the failure of the XFL and a lot of contact 
and a lot of context is needed for those reasons. But generally, I want to keep this Morningwood episode about its possible return. So if you are interested in, you know, the catastrophe that was, please go look up information about it. Uh, Recently, there was a 30 for 30 on it, which was pretty cool. So we fast forward 16 years to the present day, to the news that Vince McMahon has sold 3.3 million of his own shares in the WWE and started a new company called Alpha Entertainment. CNN says that the sales of the shares is somewhere in the vicinity of $100 million. Alpha Entertainment also then went on to register URFL, which is an acronym we don't have a confirmation for, and another company called VKM Ventures, which is Vincent Kennedy McMahon Ventures, uh, filed a trademark on For the Love of Football and United Football League. So, hmm, that's all that we know so far. That's it. Uh, for all we know, uh, Vince McMahon's created a new umbrella company and has moved all the non-wrestling stuff under it so the finances aren't run by the WWE. Um, I've got here that uh, when... I've got a quote. Shocking, I know. <laughs> Deadspin reporter David Bixenspan asked the WWE to confirm or deny the XFL returning. And a WWE spokesperson gave this uh, totally, typically straightforward answer. You know, is the XFL returning? They said, <clears throat> Vince McMahon has established and is personally funding a separate entity from WWE, Alpha Entertainment, to explore investment opportunities across the sport and entertainment landscapes, including professional football. Mr. McMahon has nothing further to announce at this time. So you might notice that there's no confirmation and no denial there. So... What are, what are we left with? Would Vince McMahon bring back the XFL? Oh, I think so. I think yes. I mean, you know, uh, but first I want to start with, you know, a handful of reasons why it m- might not happen or, you know, why it might not return the way that it was. It might look, you know, unrecognizable to the XFL of 2001. In the same way you go back and watch TV shows in 2001, you're like, what the fuck were we watching? Because today's TV is just, oh, so brilliant. Anyway, (laughs) the only show you should be watching is Sporting Woods, okay? So I don't want to hear any complaints. So reasons against. When the XFL started, like I said, it was, you know, branded on violence and brutality, which, you know, in 2017 probably isn't going to fly. Um, Not just for marketing, but, you know, like the NFL currently is having to deal with all sorts of issues surrounding uh, concussions. Uh, And in fact... As recording today, just yesterday, uh, the NFL announced a whole bunch of new concussion rules. Uh, Concussion-based rules for the games, not just (laughs) rules. You know what I mean. We know a lot more today about how dangerous concussions can be than we did 16 years ago. And I think it would be just an enormous uphill battle that you bring on yourself to market a new league and by basically saying, yeah, we're not going to stop for pansy things like seizures like other leagues will. I'd be surprised if they went that way. Uh, The wrestling itself, the WWE, has its own share of concussion issues over the last, what, 30 years or whatever, plus. And they've been able to keep somewhat under the radar because pro wrestling is still seen as, you know, a bit grimy and doesn't get the same, doesn't get the same seriousness of reporting as, for example, Gridiron does. Uh, So it would seem like a strange business move to bring attention to that. Uh, The WWE doesn't do metal chair shots to the skull anymore. And that's not a stylistic decision. You know, we just know so much about concussions that 
were unable to do anything really but take active steps to try and avoid them happening. Uh, reason number two, and this one's going to sound a little crazy, uh, but reason number two is that Vince McMahon doesn't like to take risks. Yeah, yeah, I said it. I know I can feel you all be like, oh, what have you even seen? You know, I hear you, uh, but hear me out. Hear me. I hear you. Take a second to hear me. A lot of people point to the Attitude Era and they say, ah, this is Vince McMahon. Uh, that started in 19, 1996 and lasted, you know, just under a decade. Uh, and specifically to the Mr. McMahon character, character, they'll reference that in their reasoning to be like, oh, of course they'll bring it back. Of course it'll be violent, head-kicking, big-tittied action. Uh, you know, have you seen wrestling? Oh, my God. Uh, but what you need to remember is that the Attitude Era was not Vince McMahon's first choice. Uh, it was a company with its back up against the wall, faced with the decision of trying something new or shutting up shop. Vince McMahon doesn't like to take risks. <laughs> we already know what wrestling would look like if uh, Vince McMahon had total creative reign. Family-friendly entertainment where good guys overcome insurmountable odds to win the day for truth, justice, and the American way. Uh, sponsored by Snickers and Mattel. You know, you can see it either side of the Attitude Era. You can see it with Hulk Hogan, uh, John Cena, Roman Reigns. For Vince McMahon, this is what a wrestling promotion should be. <clears throat> this is what a wrestling promotion should be, and that's what the promotion will default to unless otherwise forced. Uh, it's safe. It works. Don't forget, you know, we're not talking about 40-year-old Vince McMahon out to sh prove himself to the world and his father. This is a 72-year-old billionaire. This guy doesn't have anything to prove to anybody anymore. Everything he's doing now is going to be based in, you know, his legacy and what he can leave for his family. And his businesses are his legacy. And I just can't imagine him doing anything to put them at risk. Vince McMahon doesn't like to take risks. Vince McMahon likes to make money. And there are a couple of other reasons. So on the flip side, I believe they will bring it back. These are some of the reasons that I think it's likely to happen. Uh, number one with a bullet is that the NFL is sagging. Uh, if I know it's sagging, it means fans have known it for a long time, possibly decades. Uh, you know, Vince McMahon, as I say, doesn't like risks, but it the risks become a lot smaller if you're only or main competitor is making mistakes and losing customers and the risk is especially small if there's nobody waiting to take up that market space there's a lot of things uh turning people off the nfl from uh, politics to the rules they have uh payment of players versus the team owners and i'm not going to pretend that i'm anything close to an expert on the nfl or football or even sports and I'm definitely not going to try and pinpoint the NFL's problems because for all I know, it literally could be as simple as older NFL fans are dying off and the new fans of the sport just aren't being created in the same numbers. And numbers, for somebody like Vince McMahon, is what it's all about. For example, I've been reading more than I thought I would about the kneeling during the national anthem drama as a reason for like, oh, Vince McMahon will bring the XFO back for that and force people to stand up. And I mean, you know, I just doubt very heavily that Vince McMahon gives a hoot if you stand or sit or kneel during the anthem but if he thinks it's going to be a point of difference which will end up with more eyeball which will end up with more eyeballs on his product or more butts in his seats uh he'll do it 
And another reason which uh, I might make my last, just because this is going on a little longer than I thought it would, is scheduling. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, look, Raw, Vince McMahon's Pride and Joy, it's the longest running episodic television, blah, 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 is on Monday nights. You have Monday Night Raw and a long-time traditional heavyweight competitor to Monday Night Raw is Monday Night Football. Wrestling always takes a hit during the uh, football season. Traditionally, you're not going to see Triple H or Hulk Hogan during this time. I mean, especially in Hulk Hogan, but, you know, that uh, stereotype of wrestler because they don't want to be associated with the lower ratings during football. So the football comes on, they bounce. And then when the football wraps up, they turn back up and go, hey, here I am. Oh, wow, look, all the ratings came back. Must be me. That's a bit cynical, but I mean, you know, for certain people, it starts to, starts to become undeniable after a point. It's pretty savvy, and who am I to say that that's wrong to do? Lord knows, I've helped people move house, move a couple of things in the morning, go do a shift at work, and then come back in the afternoon when everything's being moved. And it's... Anyway. So, if you're Vince McMahon, and you can get people to start watching a better football product... Uh, that airs on, for example, Thursdays instead of Mondays, well, hey, that just helps both of your shows. Ultimately, ultimately, if they do bring it back, I think the secret is going to have to be coexistence. You're not going to topple the NFL overnight. Uh, They tried to do it once and change up all the rules for the better, and it lasted one season. It wasn't even horrible considering the changes that they did bring in uh, were eventually adopted by the NFL. NFL is Coca-Cola, and the XFL, if it started, would be Pepsi. They could spend all of their money trying to go head-to-head with Coke, uh, but it might be better for them if they find a way to coexist, to the exclusion of all other competitors. If people are walking away from the NFL, there are a lot of problems that could be fixed, or at least improved on. Uh, The NFL might not be the juggernaut it once was, But if you're somebody with enough resources, enough money, enough passion, uh, the XFL could end up being a pretty smart move. So, I mean, look, in conclusion, (laughs) Vince McMahon may or may not be bringing back the XFL, and it may or may not be a good idea. This has been Morningwood, I'm Michael, and this has been the reason why. I tend to keep my mouth shut and edit out the times I do talk on the podcast. Bam, bam, bam. Ah, no, it's not even... Forget it. <laughs>